This episode of Important If True is brought to you by Quip, convenient electric toothbrushes that are sent to your home with brush head refills every three months. If you go to tryquip.com slash thumbs, you can get $10 off your first brush head refill. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you sound excited, Nick. I am. So excited. It's June 1st, 2017. And this is Important If True. For Idle Thumbs, I'm Chris Remo. I'm Nick Brecken. And I'm Jake Rodkin. Good. That's how I sound when I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. My body is involuntarily... Expunging well, its I'm a, excitement. I'm a 90s kid, you know. <laughs> Only 90s kids oh. will know. Oh, go, oh. oh, it's so gross. I love it. Oh, exploded everywhere. Guts and stuff. Is that what 90s? Slime. Is that what 90s kids love? I love slime. I think it is. I think 90s kids love slime. That's true. I mean, someone definitely thought they did. Someone, someone thought they did and then decided that they did yeah. and ensured that they would by putting it on all television programs. Yeah, this week true. on Important If True, what is the real secret of the ooze? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, what's the real so 90s? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, I guess it is, the 90s is the secret of the ooze. Yeah. The secret of the ooze is the answer to what is so 90s. What's the real so 90s is like the, the, uh, an episode title of some anime. Yeah. What? No, I, yeah, I, I, I follow Jake. That's real so 90s. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to start talking about the real Ghostbusters, but it's good that we're doing the real podcast now and not whatever that was where we were entertaining. Because it was an anime. The Ghostbusters? Yeah. I guess technically it was It was anime. animated in Japan. <laughs> I looked this up recently. I don't even, I think I watched five minutes of that show. And then really? I was with Janelle and I was like, sort of, she was like studying the animation style and I was like, this actually kind of seems Japanese to me. And I looked it up and I was like, oh yeah, it totally Man, is. The real Ghostbusters secret anime. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense though because Egon is just this like outrageous like his hair is out here and uh, yeah it's it's bonkers. The original the animation's really good. That's why I knew. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute, this, <laughs> this is this is American. fantastically animated. <laughs> There's no way this is 80s American animation to, like like on television. This is like way better. And I can't remember what the house that did it had also made, but I was like, oh yeah. Have you then gone and looked for like the original Japanese edits of the real Ghostbusters before it got oh, toned man. down for America? You oh know, my like God. when they're like. They're doing. They, you see things. Yeah, there's things depicted on screen that are not. They sort of turn into a shimmering effect in America. <laughs> Is that true, or are you just? Oh you, yeah, they all get super nude when they put on their go. <laughs> <laughs> then they get slimed. Yeah, then they get. <laughs> they get nude, right, and then they get but slimed. There's a, there's a weird like connotation in that version. Activate the right. secret of the '90s. <laughs> They're like, activate the real Ghostbusters. <laughs> and then like, yeah. Right. God, that... that. Oh, actually, it was called Ghostbusters Busted Makes Me Feel Good. Oh, right. Is the, is oh, no. the, is the, yeah. But like, in Japanese. Man, uh, you, could, you could do a total like anime opening titles music treatment of the Ghostbusters music, probably. It would just need a section where in the middle it, it just goes into like a really dreamy violin section and mm, then comes back mm. bigger and badder than ever with a big drum like yeah you're right drum yeah. beat mm-hmm. yeah i wish we weren't doing about seven thousand podcasts a week right now or i would somehow try to challenge you to at least do a little bit of that because <laughs> it would be the most uh it would be what the world needs instead we'll do 16 more episodes of twin peaks rewatch <laughs> <laughs> good episode 
<laughs> we have a uh, like a business and marketing opportunity that we got. To oh, we the, have a, a BMO to the, to the inbox. Yep. Uh huh. This is from Domain Sales with a Z, and it says, "Greeting. We are brokerage team managing new GTLD domains. This list was recently put on sale by only four hundred ten dollars. Visit them directly and get instantly." Personal dot gallery, popular dot services, fantastic dot website. Oh and, fuck! <laughs> and open dot credit. Send us an email <laughs> on domain sales at gmail.com if you want to negotiate it. So, D- did you send them an email yet? Well, I wanted to consult with you guys first. Oh, I see. Which one yeah. should we ask them about? <clears throat> I mean, I think they're all good. They're all pretty good. Well, I think popular.services and fantastic.website fantastic. are both reflective of our, our yeah. brand and our products. Owning popular.services would be, would be very good. Yeah. Owning popular.website, which they do not offer, would also be very mm. good. Visit my popular website. <laughs> popular.website. Popular. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I mean, we provide popular services. We do, but you won't find us at popular.services. <laughs> Fantastic.website. A world where that stuff becomes ubiquitous enough that that you could have an advertisement like that will never happen, I guess, because website domains are so idiotic at this point. You, you know, the like... But you won't find us at duh. like it's uh, <laughs> oh, or yeah. or will you because right. it can just yeah, be because, anything. You'll yeah. find us at AOL keyword popular services. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a um, there's a a store near where Nick you, where you and I used to live, uh, a, like a market called Popular Market. Oh and yeah, it's been closed. It was closed the entire time we lived there. Right. And I always thought it was amazing that they just called it Popular Market and then went out of business. (laughs) (laughs) It was an Uh, aspirational name. Yeah, Yeah, they were trying. If only they had opened that business in the era of websites like Popular.Market. Yeah. And they could have driven all that traffic. Right. Why would I get any of those websites when I could get Popular.Expert for $40 right now? Really? Yes. Wow. Hmm. Man, we're in a golden age of... I was looking to see if Popular Market was available. It's not, but I could get Popular Pizza and further drive the Popular, popular Market. Popular Market out of isn't available because the store that we walked by was actually the brick and mortar opening uh, of Popular Market, the website that just failed. <laughs> it, all, it, it all failed. Oh, yeah. so this was there. Like we're going to beat like, Amazon. Oh, yeah, we're we're yeah. going to beat Amazon uh-huh. at their own game, oh, and we're going to register a popular website called Popular dot website <laughs> and Popular dot market. Then we're going to own a, and open a popular market. Unfortunately, right? They decided what to put in the Popular Market brick and mortar based on what was highly reviewed at Popular dot market the website, but nobody went. <laughs> yeah, to that. the answer was <laughs> shit, nothing, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they pivoted to unpopular dot market and the one out of business. The idea of a, of a business model that backwards is not is not unbelievable to me. No, it's really of not. like, no. we're only going to put things in this store that people on our website love. Uh, the social engagement that we drive through our website will determine what goes into our store. Store remains empty and closed. <laughs> <laughs> the Amazon bookstore. They behind the cash registers have quotes from books, but they say like three thousand nine hundred Goodreads readers highlighted this quote, and there's a quote. So in this, in the empty popular dot market, which just has, they haven't even put the shelves in yet because no one has liked any fixtures or anything. But there's just one thing behind where the cash register will go that says, 
My husband makes $99 an hour working from home. <laughs> <laughs> and then just has a bunch of just like ASCII characters and right. like a bit.ly link. Because uh, that's the only content that's been posted to their website and they're obligated to put it up. <laughs> they're like, fuck, why do we integrate discuss comments on our website? <laughs> God, I was listening to a, a, a UK politics podcast recently. And I feel like I, it. this reminds me of this for some reason. I felt like I was getting intensely trolled and I couldn't fucking figure it out. UK politics, like I'm stressing it is like specific to that country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had a pre-roll ad, a mid-roll ad, and a post-roll ad. And every single, and the ad, all three of them was like, come on down to the lumber wholesale. <laughs> Discount lumber wholesale. Get all your lumber. And it was an American what? accent. It was what? an American okay. person. And there was no website that they gave. Uh-huh. It felt like I was listening to a local ad on like there, local radio. Was there a lo- telephone number or like anything? I don't, I don't think so. Huh. Yeah, it was, I, I, I actually thought I was going crazy because I pressed play on the podcast. Is it an ad for a British service? Well, it was an American man speaking. I mean, maybe, but it, it, I don't know. I mean, I, it could have been hmm. as an American listening to it. It was really confusing. Maybe if I was British, I would be like, oh, right. That's the classic like British lumber place with the American spokesman. Right. But, mm. but I was listening to it and I pressed play on this politics podcast and a guy just starts yelling at me about a lumber warehouse. And I thought it was the wrong file. It's it's. Do you, do you, I mean, hmm. if you you go to Japan, and you see Tommy Lee Jones I was just selling say, you coffee, yeah. and you're like, you don't go. Why isn't that a Japanese yeah. man? But as an American, you're like, wow, that's Tommy Lee Jones. This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're having the same experience, but with a with yeah. an anonymous lumberman. Did you have anything else to say about that? If not, I wanted to share a Tommy Lee Jones fact oh, with no, you. No, okay. Um, a if couple- you're British and you are aware of like discount lumber wholesale as a British institution, please let me know. <laughs> Questions at importantoftrue.com. What is it that Tommy Lee Jones sells in Japan? Uh, boss. boss Coffee. That's right, Boss Coffee. I was reminded of this, well, I was reminded because you were talking about the American lumber thing, but also when Nick was talking about Batman Forever, uh, watching the, a couple episodes ago, we were talking about when you watch those clips of Batman mm-hmm. Forever that are like pristine HD and 60 frames a second, yeah. and it's just Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey looking like the biggest goobers in the oh, entire yeah, world. so bad. <laughs> Do you know the story that Jim Carrey told about <clears throat> meeting Tommy Lee Jones and oh. about like apparently Tommy Lee Jones? I know the story. Hates <clears throat> Jim Carrey like with a with a really? passion that oh, is yeah. like before they met he already just hated oh. him. Yes, on principle. Oh. Yes, is, literally he literally did good. hate him on principle. When when the second Dumb and Dumber movie was coming out, Jim Carrey went on Howard Stern, and he said. I was really looking forward to working with Tommy because he's fanta- he's a, he was a fantastic actor and still is. I love him. I mean, he's amazing, but he was he was a little crusty. Uh, Jim Carrey thinks that, that Tommy Lee Jones originally became agitated about him because Dumb and Dumber came out at the same weekend as a movie named Cobb, which was like a dramatic big performance that he was that really into. Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones yeah. was into. And then that... Wait, what do you mean was into? Or, or he was like, he had he had ambitions for it, is what Jim Carrey thinks. And then it just oh, got okay. crushed by the stupidest movie ever. <laughs> um, so Jim Carrey says... I walked into a restaurant the night before our big scene in the Riddler's lair, and the maitre d' said, oh, you're working with Tommy Lee Jones, aren't you? And I said, I am. And he said, oh, he's in the back corner. Uh, he, uh, Jim Carrey said, oh, great. I'll go say hello. Uh, and I went up to him to say hi, and the blood drained from his face in such a way that I realized that I had become the face of his pain. Uh, he, <laughs> he got up kind of shaking, hugged <clears throat> me, and said, I hate you. 
I really don't like you. And I was like, wow, okay, what's going on? And he said, I cannot sanction your buffoonery. Oh, God, that quote is so good. He did not want to work with me at that point. And I said, well, you know, I think this part requires, you know, the tone of this thing's kind of childlike. And you might have to, you might have be having some trouble there. So uh, I wish you the best. But yeah. I hate, I hate you. I cannot. I cannot sanction, sanction your buffoonery. Your buffoonery yeah. Is what Tommy Tommy Lee Jones says <laughs> while hugging Jim Carrey in yeah, a restaurant yeah. the day before their big scene together, which we just watched a couple days ago in horrendous sixty FPS. Man, I can't sanction Tommy Lee Jones buffoonery in that scene either. <laughs> I know Tommy <laughs> yeah, Lee Jones that's, is a that's fucking true. goofball. He's a yeah. he's just like a mush faced. He was idiot. trying. To, he was trying to capture that. But he's like, this is what people love. People <laughs> love this buffoonery in HD sixty <laughs> FPS. You can see the tears. Welling up in his eyes when he knows that this is that that he's this made a mistake. Life. This is yeah, what he's, been, this reduced is what he's been reduced to. With Jim Carrey going, "Time's wasting, Batman," or whatever the fuck he's saying. Anyway, I cannot uh, sanction your buffoonery. That's incredible. God, anyway, the, see you on set tomorrow yeah, when we're dressed as the these neon cartoons. Incredible. Yeah. Like you want that to just follow mm-hmm. up with like sleep as he pulls yeah. the plunger, like he right. pushes the hypodermic needle into his neck. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, that's he's then the, the needle that he's pushing it is like somehow it will like let him transfer himself into Jim Carrey's identity. Like I right. hate you and resent your success. I cannot sanction your buffoonery. Therefore, like a body yeah, swap there's a, occurs. There's a fucking Take Freaky Friday that occurred right. on the yeah. set of Batman Forever, whichever one that was. <laughs> it was forever. It really was. If if imagine meeting, I mean, I don't know if I were me. If I met Tommy Lee Jones for the first time and he gave me a hug and said, "I hate, I hate you. you," I hope he does that to everybody, <laughs> just to like maintain dominance. <laughs> so they're always like everyone he deals with is on the back foot. Yeah, the way Tommy Lee Jones sees the world is very, very black and white, and yeah. very sort of classic, <clears throat> just brutal masculine dominance. Yeah, that he has to assert at all times. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones can't sanction anyone's buffoonery but his own. <laughs> uh, Jake, I think you have some robot news. Uh, yeah, I feel like for it's the first time in like months. I feel. I like. feel like it's been a while since we uh, allowed robots onto this program. So um, this one, this one, we're trying to keep them at arm's length. We hate them. This robot, in fact, funny you should say that we're trying to keep robots at arm's length. Because this robot is in fact designed to stay at arm's length at all times. Really, for real? Yes. I was reading about this robot named Gita. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's How do you spell that? G-I-T-A. Okay. Gita was created by the company that created the Vespa scooter, Piaggio. They sort of they said that they've been looking at the sort of the evolution of autonomous transport and all sorts of just, you know, the way that things move around is changing very aggressively. And they felt like they were maybe being left behind. And their solution is the most cute and Vespa-esque thing in the world, they made a robot called Gita that is not an autonomous vehicle per se. It's not a thing you drive around on or in or anything. It's actually just um, a pod that's like the size of, I don't even know. It's like the size of just like a cushion that you would sit down on that rolls around with the bicycle wheel on either side. Like it just looks like a giant like biscuit turned it's like on its orb, side. Right? It's, it's like, like a sphere. It's, it's more cylindrical, but yeah, it's basically an orb with two bicycle wheels that rolls around and it follows its owner obediently at all times. <laughs> uh, it's a cute, how does it have like? You have to wear a belt. You have to wear like a weird white belt huh. that, that transmits a signal, wow. and, it, and it just it just follows you around. And they said maybe it's a. Uh, 
maybe it'll help old people or maybe they could open up like help a button. do what like the old people like a cart that you carry around instead like a little robot will follow you uh-huh. around I, you know it's like a bb8 it's like it's like a bb8 it is like a little bb8 but it's colored and styled like a vespa scooter uh-huh um the thing about it that was funny to me was that all of the, like, it's just a container. Like, it stays upright. The wheels roll around, but it sort of gyroscopically makes sure that it stays upright. It's not like it's not like BB-8 in that it's just tumbling around right, barfing sure. itself yeah, to yeah, death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it always has a little hatch on the top, so you can just fill it with whatever you want. Uh-huh. And they postulated, you know, like groceries or uh, groceries. They don't have a lot of ideas for other than groceries, <laughs> but their photos of it... Since it is just kind of like an autonomous grocery cart. Yes, basically it is. It's like a roller bag that rolls on its own and follows you and looks cute and is called uh, Gita. But all the photos of it just look, because it's stuffed with this sort of consumer product supermarket stuff, looks like it's full of garbage. (laughs) It just looks like you can just have a robot that follows follows you around around. that you can just stuff full of all of your shit when you don't want it. And I, I... I laughed at that and went, oh, that's, you know, good, great. Let's just buy an expensive piece of garbage that follows my smartphone around that I fill with garbage. There's a good portion of society that probably at this point genuinely needs a trash can to follow them around. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I am included in that. I'm yeah. not. I'm not knocking. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, you walk around shedding garbage. Yeah, I mean, I think that yeah. we as a species walk around shedding garbage. That's actually true. Like we can't eat food without having to then put a piece of shit on the ground, literally. So, uh, and that applies to like, like. <laughs> I mean, like. I mean, <laughs> wow. Literally. Yes. I need this badly. I can't eat food without having to immediately shit. And what I'm I do shit in this robot on the ground, but now I can shit I can in shit. my robot trash can that follows me around. <laughs> Thanks, Italy. <laughs> Thanks, Piaggio Group. Well, the worst part about this is that you're going to put all this garbage in this little robot, like BB-8 friend, and then you go home and just what? Pick it up and just dump it into the trash. <laughs> Just like shake it no, by please, its face. Stop. Just please stop. Yeah, yeah. Please stop. I need this. It fuels me. <laughs> it is my food. Well, the, the, the real reality of it is, if you have, if like shit in my mouth, <laughs> if like okay, ignoring the fact that if a quarter of the people in a city the size of San Francisco had these fucking garbage robots following them around, it would be oh, a, God. It would be a disaster. Well, it, but even if that, even if that many people had little trash cans following them around, the other seventy five percent of the city who couldn't open them because they didn't have access would just wedge. <laughs> stuff into the wheel wells and like, <laughs> stuff it into the handle. They're like, ah, oh, right. my gum, I don't have Stop a place. Stop stuffing your right. crap in my robot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is for my garbage. <laughs> uh, I like the idea that uh, that the, the designers who made this imagined it being this like adorable, cute, little grocery tote but all everyone actually uses it for is just stuffing crap into it right we're like i could i could walk you know somewhere for lunch and just eat my gross sandwich on the way back to work and i don't even need to like (laughs) it'll just be used to disrupt the infrequency of public trash cans which is the most depressing thought that i've ever had but it's true that i mean i don't know or people will actually use it for nice things like they said that they they the thing that they thought would be the most interesting for it would be if they were things you could just check out when you need them, like if you basically mm. just need a thing to just carry stuff halfway across the city near you, it's it's interesting. But really, it's just going to be trash cans that people then put trash on and in and oh, yeah. around. Do there are going to be so many of these that just get lost, how, like grocery carts. Heavy, They're just heavy, sadly sitting on the side of the road. How heavy are these things? I, I don't know. They're going to be pretty unknown. beefy, right? I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, could you just run by and swipe someone's if you think there's valuables in it? That's like what the, I was thinking. They're like the size of half a person. But yeah, maybe. but it's like plastic, probably, right? Yeah, it's got yeah. guts. It's got a motor in it and stuff. 
Maybe I mean then we'll have to just invent defensive accessories. Could you have an app that like intercepts other people's trash robot signal and Oh, they're going to get Could you hacked. become like the Pied Piper and oh, yeah. walking along the street with a fleet oh, yeah. of these fucking things? You, God, if you, if you if you <laughs> just the person walking like down the street mother duck and, and the they ducklings. all just peel off from <laughs> other people like, "Wait, where are you going?" Come back, trash! God, that would be an amazing music video if you yeah. could do that for real. Oh my yeah. god! Like in the actual real world, fil- like film this as mm-hmm. your music video where you're walking through San Francisco, just like come to me, my babies, as <laughs> as everyone's just weird trash robot balls are just just peeling off and following you as you walk down the street, and then off a pier, and they all follow you <laughs> into the ocean. And but explode. then you think it's over. No, then yeah. <laughs> the, a raft of them rises back up. After after like a sort of pregnant pause, and, and then just that person is just buoyed away off. into the distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Off into the ocean. Yeah, off, 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 into, into, the, off into the sea. Off into the trash that's floating around <laughs> the ocean. That big trash and pile. And then they start eating all of the trash. <laughs> right, yeah. And yeah. then sink. Their job fulfilled. Right. Right. <laughs> Smiling. <laughs> Somehow. Somehow. Man, so you guys have been up on the the recent Twin Peaks new episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Living in San Francisco and seeing the amount of just weird techno trash that exists in the city, yeah. I do, do guys, think I do yeah. think often how shockingly gross, but possible it would be to orchestrate all of them into like top down, uh, like big swimming number style musical number sequences. The amount of like inhuman, but basically classic Hollywood musical imagery <laughs> right. you could get with all of the stupid self-driving cars and pizza robots and b- b- little g- yeah. garbage pods. I forgot about this. This was a, this was a recent news story. There are actually weird autonomous little delivery yeah. robots yep. that yeah. are roaming San Francisco. Yeah, they're pizza, pizza bots. Yeah, I know. So the, your music video becomes increasingly valid when this person not only starts taking people's like little roving handbags but also everyone's food orders i mean that music video or musical number wouldn't just be the little roving pods it would basically be a creepy like four thousand quadcopters like also three or four like self-driving google maps cars following this person like just yeah marching but yeah oh. marching into the sea yeah yeah for sure <laughs> because they had a really strong rfid chip <laughs> Do you guys remember the the Sony television ad that they filmed in San Francisco the with, the, uh, yeah. with the bouncing with the balls. rubber balls? Yeah. Did you ever see the behind the scenes video? No, of that was where like one of the huge San Francisco steep streets Lombard. Yeah, yeah. They just they just poured thousands they just of took rubber a bounce balls. Trucks. Yeah, and just yep. just launched like a th- they just like did a, it like a billion. Yeah, the behind the scenes video of that uh, music video is hilarious uh, because like. I guess they just didn't take into account the fact that you launch a bouncy ball off a huge, like, like essentially like a cliff, and uh, it's going to do some damage. Like, there were bouncing balls that shattered, like, house windows and just, like, destroyed cars, and, like, there was just yeah, carnage. Yeah, it was a disaster. It was a complete disaster. And they didn't fucking, like, fix it or pay for anything. No, they just, they just yeah. If you, if this wasn't, okay, imagine this this way. Because this is actually true. Like, imagine there wasn't a commercial associated with it. There was, but let's just say you're, like, it, that, that doesn't really, that's sort of irrelevant. Let's say to you're actual, a merry prankster. Well, no, it doesn't matter. I'm saying, like, let's imagine the actual thing that happened really happened, which is, like, 
a big company came in with a huge <laughs> right. truck, it fucking opened the back of it, shit. dumped millions of bouncy yeah. balls off the street, broke fucking car windows, set off car alarms, broke people's house windows, and then just packed up and yeah. left. That's well, actually what, I what want, happened one day in yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. And what then I want is said, the folk, anyway, bye. Yeah, yeah I want the ya. folk music that's behind the actual video set to that and just like fucking like carnage and oh, yeah, no, that's, car alarms and shit. Yeah. It yeah. released the second commercial. Yeah, that was right, the yeah. slow camera pans past the bounce mm-hmm. balls just like yeah. pouring into a car window and destroying <laughs> yeah. it or like yeah. slow motion beautifully smashing a window or denting the hood of something <laughs> and knocking over someone's <laughs> fence. Yeah. Uh, and then the final image is a Sony TV in one of those living rooms and has <laughs> 300 bounce balls just destroy it and push it off the yeah. shelf that's out the just, window. That's right. just like an ad for any tech company and yeah. at the end yeah. it just says disruption. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you set it to the audio of the Blade Runner 2049 uh, trailer. <laughs> oh man, you should explain what you're referencing. Someone took a video, a commercial for the most recent like Google Voice Assistant AI. You know, it's one of those Amazon Alexa type things, the little Google pod, you, little pod you can put in your house. And without doing any editing changes, they put the audio from the new Blade Runner trailer over the top of it, and it is the most successfully imposing and like emotionally real feeling take on what all this stuff is because you know the trailer has or the the google video trailer has you know a really nice combination of sort of long naturalistic shots of a person placing a thing down in the kitchen and then it'll sort of just cut to like the four fun things you can do with it in rapid succession but when there's the like The, like underlying bass note and then a person wow. saying sort of ominous things about like <laughs> yeah. control yeah. and surveillance and w- who is real and what is reality yeah it ends up feeling like a glitched out sort of clockwork orange montage of like images being injected into an eye or of like a yeah. rapid fire documentary of a culture in decline it's, it's totally yeah good. it's totally the thing that we talked about earlier in some other episode of the show i don't remember which one it's totally the moment in the like future robot dystopia movie where they show the like montage yeah. of all of the seemingly innocent yeah. things we voluntarily introduced into our lives that yeah. Was, I mean, that was a really seeds. popular thing to do during the Cold War to take like images of idyllic 1950s yeah, America yeah, yeah. and cross cut it with crazy like Eastern Bloc military operations, cross cut with the atomic bomb going off, uh, yeah. and then having like happy newscasters with drone music underneath. But this was just like literally someone's advertisement with literally someone else's advertisement put over the top yeah. of it, and it it was surprisingly potent and also hilarious. Like it was just. Good yeah. work. It's very good. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so anyway, that's that's what that's the experience of buying this little Vespa robot that rolls around <laughs> and carries your groceries if you're an old person wearing a weird white belt. Yeah. I think if this city gets to the point where there's like delivery robots rolling everywhere and people's trash robots falling around, I think I'm just going to leave. I'm just at that point. I'm just going to have to go somewhere else. There won't be any space for you. I mean, yeah, you won't. You won't actually. Yeah, you won't. You won't be allowed on. The you'll street actually anyway. say, "I don't have one of those robots." <laughs> wait, wait, no, no. And just yeah, like they carry you. Twenty off. of them yeah. just carry you, and throw you into the bay. <laughs> yeah, trash disposed. <laughs> right. I thought you were going to say if the city actually gets to the point that it has old people that can afford these robots, that would imply that anyone stayed in San Francisco long enough to mm. actually like. Uh, age up to having senior citizen needs yeah oh my god i just had a terrible realization which is when the current generation of tech people become senior citizens everything's gonna be so fucking bad oh weird oh yeah oh they're like basically our generation of san francisco style humans 
Ugh, that AARP is gonna suck. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, people. Yeah, like, it's interesting when you consider within like tw- fifteen years of us in either direction, gonna make a bad bad group of, of uh, like. Yeah, I mean, do you think that's gonna be so? Like right now, <laughs> one of the one of the frequently made observations and frequent criticisms of tech culture is that it's you know amazing, like full brunt of modern technology brought to bear on the sort of trivial problems of 20 and 30 something. Imagine when those are old people problems. Yeah. What about me says a person who's been saying literally that for their entire career that made them a millionaire 15 times over. <laughs> oh God. Oh. But yeah, then mm. it's, but will old people be wielding the cutting edge of modern technology to solve a bunch of annoying old people problems that no one else cares about? <laughs> oh man, when there's a generation of old people that understands computers. Robotic but they won't understand color. the new computer. Like they'll, they'll still, they'll want apps, but we'll have moved on to something else. You know what I mean? Like they'll be using like an iPhone. Ugh, an, an iPhone app, 5 grandma, or something. Yeah, exactly. app? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they'll be like, I need the app. Oh, it's like, oh, okay, whatever. Grandma, what, what okay, the, look, Grandma, just yeah. Grandma, just put the thing in your brain. Exactly. Right, just, yeah, just, just put okay, it in your brain. I'll, I don't like things I'll, in my brain. I'll, oh, Grandma. Yeah, I'll be there at Thanksgiving, and we can lay you down, and I can update your I'll brain implant. I'll, 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 yeah, I'll inject the patch into your skull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grandma, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> my head hurts. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. Just replace know. it. Just get a new head. <laughs> what is the big deal? <laughs> I everyone does it Grandma's now. Grandma's still using that app with her phone. Yeah, <laughs> everyone else has a cybernetic <laughs> brain in a pod that follows them around. <laughs> All right, <laughs> this is my Tuesday brain. <laughs> <Ugh>. Gross. <laughs> well, when that generation gets old, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> Either, either because they live forever because they have brains in little pods made by the Vespa uh, scooter company or because uh, humanity as a species no longer exists. Either way. Either way, gra- grandma's going to need her goddamn apps in a few decades. Get ready. Man, I saw this thing that was so disturbing to me on the internet yesterday, which could basically apply to anything at this point. Yeah, but, you just said the uh, sentence. Are you guys familiar with CRISPR? At all, like the capital, like, like acronym. the drawer in your refrigerator, yeah, like, like where the you place put where you put vegetables? a vegetable. No, no, no. Well, by the way, what is that <laughs> drawer okay. all about? What is it different yeah, about that right. drawer than any this other? This is an icy hot question that I would actually be interested in finding out. What the, I I have wondered the exact same <laughs> yeah, thing. What, what the, the hell fuck is it, the deal with a CRISPR? Okay, okay. Here's how we know we're old. Every other podcast is talking about CRISPR, <laughs> which is like this new scientific advancement that's going to solve like yeah, everything. And, and Chris and just we're, like we're, Seinfeld it out about the fridge like, drawer. What's the deal with the with the fridge drawer? <laughs> I have no okay, interest Dad, in the like, CRISPR <laughs> fridge drawer. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I will. I will endorse that okay. question. Jake, the, the still in touch with his inner child, doesn't care about the CRISPR drawer. So fancy. Oh, you know all about. The I okay. Drawer. I care, but I'm more interested in what Nick was gonna say. Why don't you just swap out your brain? I think so what is what is is that a thing that is not just a drawer in a refrigerator? No, no, no. CRISPR is this new like gene editing uh, therapy that scientists. Jesus. Have, yeah, it is essentially like the early promise of of like Gattaca at this point. Like they, oh I watched this video where the scientist uh, who's like actively working on this stuff in a lab, and the concept of the video was. Uh, I'm going to explain CRISPR to five different people of five different education levels, starting with like an elementary school kid and moving up to somebody who's basically on his level. And so I was watching this thing. He's like a middle-aged person. Like 30, 35. Yeah. He's a middle-aged expert, basically. Yeah, yeah. he's just like a super, you know, genius kind of like Mm -hmm. PhD, et cetera. 
and uh, he was the first CRISPR. Yeah, and I I can't sit here and explain CRISPR at all. I'm sure there are people listening who know a lot. Even more after about watching this, him explain it to a five year old, you can't explain well, it. Well, you know, I mean, what did he tell the five year old? I don't. I mean, so I mean, it's essentially like, I mean, so well, what is it basically? So, well, I'm just going to read the Wikipedia thing because I have no confidence in myself okay. to actually describe what this thing is. I have confidence. It stands in you, for Nick. clustered regularly interspaced short palindromic repeats. And there is a genome editing technology known as CRISPR-Cas9 that allows permanent modification of genes within organisms. So basically, you can literally just swap out genes. So you can genetically Um, modify things that are already... Yes. So I'm I'm watching this video, and uh, it's like 20 minutes long, and I'm learning a lot. And they get to the end... (laughs) And it's him talking to the other expert. Like, basically, you know, he's talking to an elementary school kid, and it's just, you know, this is this is kind of what it is. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay, so it's like when you, like, edit, uh, you know, like a... Like a, like, like a paper, like a school paper. He's like, yeah, so imagine, you know, like taking out a paragraph, putting a new paragraph, in, you know, just basic yeah. concepts. And then he gets to the person that's basically on his level. And they just start talking about, you know, just what's happening right now and, like, how feasible is it that we could, like, literally just change your eye color. You, you know, I mean, they're talking about, like, oh, this could basically be a stepping stone to curing cancer and all these important things. But then they just start talking about, well, you know, like eye color, you know, like height. Chicken all face. All these things are technically editable. So, <laughs> Dinosaur you know, face. and then they get to the very end and they're talking about, like, ethical implications. And they're just like, well, I wouldn't really worry about it too much. What? <laughs> what? That's the takeaway? It was, I'm not exaggerating at all. Like, these extremely smart scientists were just like, I wouldn't, it's not really something we should worry about right now because it's probably a few years off. And, you know, editing somebody's height, you know, what's the big deal? And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> like, this is exactly what you would do in a movie. That where like the science, it's I'm just like well, Jeff Goldblum is just sitting right, thinking about like, oh, the, like are there other concerns? Eh, let's let's first be preoccupied with whether or not we could yes. before we think about whether or that's not exactly, we should. That's exactly <laughs> what I said while I was watching this stupid thing, <laughs> and I'm like, oh oh man, it's just happening. It's all happening right now. It's a bad Earth. <laughs> anyway, we should take a break. Uh, we'll be back with new eye colors, and <laughs> our heights will be randomly resorted. This episode of Important If True is brought to you by Casper. Mattresses. Comfortable, affordable, mailed to your home in a compact container. Nick Brecken, you've got a Casper. How's it still treating you? It's holding up. Yeah? It's as uh, comfortable as it was the first day we had it. Nice. Wow. You're several months in at this point. Oh, yeah. Six months. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. 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 If you go to caspertrial.com slash thumbs and use the uh, the code that you'll see at the top of the page there, you can get $75 off when you buy a mattress and any other Casper product. Well, that's a good deal. I yeah. know. They have all sorts of stuff there. They've got all the bedding you need. They've got pillows. You could you, Your entire mm-hmm. sleep experience uh, could be curated by Casper mm-hmm. if you wanted to use a phrase that would make you like have to get punched in the face immediately after saying it. Do the pillows come in like a very tiny box that they, <laughs> that they then spring out of? Yeah, hopefully they come in like a like a jewelry box, like yeah, a little yeah. Tiffany's box. Uh-huh. You <laughs> open it at a mattress. Just or like, like, a, like one of those yeah, little pillow, uh, tubes yeah. that a streamer flies out of, you know? Like, oh, like, like the one snakes, of those little pop. The snake. Like a can of snakes? Like yeah, snakes? Yeah, or, yeah. 
Hopefully they, the delivery guy shoots them out of a t-shirt cannon, but then they uh, fully explode snakes. into a king-sized pillow right, uh, before snakes. it hits you in the face. But pillow, hopefully a pillowcase full of snakes <laughs> is shipped to you. It it's Casper Day at the ballpark. If you go to... There's snakes in here! If you go to caspertrial.com slash thumbs and use that code, you can get $75 off when you buy a mattress plus any other product. Probably not a can of snakes, although they have the technology to make a real good one of those. That's true. Fortunately, but like also the softest, most comfortable snake you've ever slept on <laughs> yeah, that right. ever killed you. <laughs> I think fortunately Nick can confirm that um, there are no snakes in these mattresses. There are no snakes in these sure, mattresses. <laughs> <laughs> Caspertrial.com slash thumbs. This episode of Important If True is also brought to you by Quip. Quip, mm. very nice, compact electric toothbrushes with brush head refill plans. So you can get those new bristles with those properly sort of um, plaque scraping bristles mm. mailed to you on a three monthly rolling basis so that you always have a nice good brush head just rolling in there clean those teeth just re- yeah, roll it right in I'm right on the the eve of my next brush head refill I'm actually really excited about it I'm like anticipating the delivery of my next brush head so I'm going to snap you've it been, in there. You've been like um, programmed now. You're you're just you know. You, yeah. You don't know why you're you feel anxious that day. But no, it's I because do. You're qu- oh, okay. It's because I want that brush head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give me that brush head. <laughs> Give me it. Yeah. If you go to tryquip.com/thumbs, you can get ten dollars off your first brush head refill. Those plans start at only five dollars, so that's a pretty pretty that's, good that's good pretty good discount. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I am on. I will report back. Once I get my next one, but I am excited about it. And you can get your own at triquip.com slash thumbs. Nice. All right. Are we back? Sure. Sure. We have an email here from Jake. What? Jake of Wichita, Kansas. Oh, okay. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Uh, Jake writes, hi, thumbs. Hi, Jake. I am a high school teacher and have been around teenagers for five years now. Oh, this is a follow-up on teenage tattoos Mm. from last week. So... Jake continues, while I'll never be able to tell you with ultimate authority how teenagers think, I can give some perspective on their current love of tattoos. Teenagers love tattoos. The idea of them, getting them, designing them, imagining what life would be like with a tattoo. Plans for tattoos. Some students have their next five years planned out based on tattoos. As someone who does not have a tattoo, nor a desire to have one, I had started to respond. I had to start to respond to what I would get if I had to get a tattoo today. I've talked to this talked about this with students so much, the idea of getting a tattoo no longer completely disinterests me, but it's now something I think, well, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I'm afraid I'll fall into a Stockholm Syndrome and get a Dancing Hobbs from Calvin and Hobbs on my forearm. Students' tattoo-making plans go from simple ones on their shoulders to full sleeves by the time they graduate high school. Only a few students actually end up getting tattoos before they graduate high school, with things like love written on their wrists. What students don't realize is the cost of these tattoos. When I bring it up, they always, quote, have a friend that will do it for them. (laughs) One student who had a friend do it for him got FTW and FTP on his knuckles, standing for (laughs) fuck the world and fuck the police in bad middle school handwriting. Oh, yes. Oh, he got a BD Wong. He got that BD Wong. Wong. (laughs) Well, he got one that's more BD Wong, which is not to be outdone by those gems. He also got on his chest, no joke, insane clown posse misspelled as insane clown puce. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Thanks for the laughter. Great podcast, Jake Wichita. <laughs> oh, at least insane clown puce is easily corrected. You just fill in the top of that O with your own handwriting, and then it will be close That's enough. That's true, yeah. Insane clown puce would be a good neural net uh, color. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm painting my accent wall right. insane clown puce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, FTW and FTP is amazing because of I mean what the person says that it means <laughs> fuck the world fuck the police but also just for the win and file, and file transfer yeah. protocol <laughs> yeah yeah there's a, there's my sleeve got, uh, says HTTPS and has my full like uh, private encryption key popular dot tattoos <laughs> I guess that BD Wong tattoo was what teens crave after all yeah uh just getting a crappy handwritten tattoo. It's true. When I when this guy when this guy started um, when this guy started saying I'm afraid I'll fall into a Stockholm syndrome and get a dancing hops and Calvin Hobbs on form, I sort of like saw the sentence as I was reading it and thought he was gonna say I'm afraid I will get a pissing Calvin somewhere <laughs> on, and I just imagined like <laughs> what a horrible. I'm afraid that my teenage <laughs> students with whom I'm surrounded at all times will convince me to get a pissing Calvin on my arm. Yeah. I mean, when the when the so when the kid who got insane clown puce, he corrects that to insane clown posse. Once he gets old enough to understand his mistake, and then once he gets old enough to realize the total mistake, he gets a pissing Calvin pissing on <laughs> insane clown posse. <laughs> what an amazing evolution! Step one: Oh, that's not how posse is spelled. <laughs> Step two: Oh, I have an insane clown posse tattoo. <laughs> I also like the idea. I mean, I guess it totally is B.D. Wong, but literally just just write this on me. Just write it. Yeah. Just write Posse. this on me permanently forever. <laughs> <laughs> there have to be pissing Calvin tattoos. Oh, I never thought oh, to look oh that God. up, but there. I mean, that <clears throat> must be. There are. I'm sure. God, pissing Calvin is one of the worst. Pissing Calvin is like a, a total pre-internet meme. Yeah, pissing yeah, Calvin is. is like. I never understood early, it. I, what is there to understand? I, I, there's nothing to understand, but even like as a kid, it was very confusing to me. Oh, yeah. I'm it's just, just a yeah. fiendish looking child. I don't think that they care yeah. that it's from Calvin and Hobbes. It's just okay. a yeah, way of expressing def- how much you hate it's, Chevrolet or Ford or... Right. Yeah, that's definitely uh, whatever. true. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. There was a... I, I read a, a whole like history of the P and Calvin actually at one point. I didn't... I hadn't been thinking about this at the time. Please tell me it was an oral history. It was, there was basically, yeah, an oral history of the pissing Calvin. And I feel like it actually originated with a particular like bootleg person who built up a whole like empire of pissing Calvin shit. It's it's interesting when people trace those things back <clears throat> to an individual human who did them. Like do you remember mm. when Guitar Hero was huge and the internet like social media of that era which I feel like was slightly sort of proto social media compared to what we have today was just blanketed with advertisements for like wacky Guitar Hero joke nerd shirts where you could get there were like accordion hero oh, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. just whatever oh, wow. blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, the um Edmund McMillan, yeah. who's the game designer who made The Binding of Isaac mm-hmm. and uh, Super Meat Boy, yep. after he was really successful, confessed online that he was the person who did all the contract illustration work for all of the Guitar Hero parody shirts like to make <laughs> rent. <laughs> where he's like, yeah, Amazing. he's like, my, my life was miserable before Super Meat Boy took Oof. off. And I was like, yeah, he's like, that accordion hero bullshit. All me. I drew all of that art for no money. That's incredible. Yeah. 
uh, buy my bootleg stickers of pissing Calvin pissing on accordion hero to really stick it to those nerds. <laughs> um, shall we do another email here? Yeah. Shumple Stiltskins on Twitter asks, Uh-oh. when is hoist miss? <laughs> <laughs> Which I think was, I feel like is an interesting question. Like is hoist miss a holiday? Well, yeah. Or it, what, what would it be if it wasn't? Well, no, I mean, I mean, like, is it a specific day? Oh, I see. Marking something. Yeah, like, is there a marking day that you can... Of, yeah, is, yeah, is there a day that is, like, universally could be declared as hoistmas? April Fool's is hoistmas in that hoistmas is a day when we all celebrate something stupid we have done to ourselves collectively. Yeah. So I feel like April <laughs> Fool's true. is a definite qualifier for hoistmas. Yeah. I mean, I imagine... Like is is if you were to celebrate Hoistmas mm-hmm. as a collective day, would you all be celebrating the day that we were all hoisted, or is it like a day that you all celebrate your individual That's hoistings? What I mean. Like right. it's a day of yeah. remembrance, right? Yeah. Of w- in the last year, when mm. were you hoisted? Let's mm. take a time back and reflect, and hopefully. Oh, I see. So it's almost like Thanksgiving, but you're sort of, uh, you know. Yeah, but it's Hoistmas. Yeah, I mean Thanksgiving definitely when I get fucking hoisted every year. Just to, just in general, going going home for Thanksgiving for me is like hoistmas to the max. Yeah, I could just yeah. declare Thanksgiving perpetual hoistmas, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, like we're definitely living in hoistmas right now. That fucking CRISPR shit. <laughs> what? Like that is just Chris. That, there's that is a slow, there is no way anyone will be hoisted by this quote CRISPR inventor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Comma uh, hoisted. We'll think about the hoisting implications <laughs> yeah. later. <laughs> there is no way this will turn people into uh, multiple casts of superhumans and decrepit people whose resources were stolen from them by way of their genetics literally being modified to turn them into a servant cast. Jesus. Lord Hoistmas. <laughs> <laughs> is Lord Hoistmas the Santa Claus of, of Hoistmas? Yeah, Lord I think Hoistmas. so. Let him into your house. You don't really have to do anything. He's, he's God, he kicks down the door, fucks <laughs> yeah. up your house, and says, hoisted! And then, like, <laughs> then he's out of there after stealing your pod robot. Well, yeah. no, I think I think the night before Hoistmas, you have to put a petard under your pillow. And then, <laughs> and then the Lord Hoistmas comes. Oh, and he just sets it off. He just fucking blows yeah, up your yeah. face no, says uh, hoisted. No, he no, just no, watches no, 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 you no. get hoisted. Yeah, he just watches. He comes in and says... In. Did you did you put the petard on it? Yes, I did. Okay, explode it. I'm waiting. I don't even think that's what he says. I feel like what he what Lord Hoistmas would have to basically be an even like a super malicious Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone who busts into your house and by whatever means you've made to prevent <laughs> oh, Lord Hoistmas from <laughs> yeah, fucking right. you up, you get fucked by it. <laughs> right, right, right. Every time he's just like a, a horrible yeah. like. God, I fucking hate this holiday. Yeah. I'm putting like 18 locks on my right. doors. He's like right. a weird bad luck slash like entry spirit who by whatever means you do mm-hmm. to yeah. prevent getting hoisted you will be hoisted by those means guaranteed when he visits your house he's like a final destination ghost yeah, yeah yes. he is yes. but it's not, you don't necessarily get killed it's just like oh god like you're just like a pudding lands on you or like all of your uh, important ap- appointments for the next week get cancelled because you like delete them from your calendar by way of trying right to, like, to try to lock down your computer yeah to you're avoid like oh jeez like, ah and then you just, like turn off your main circuit breaker so that he can't electrocute right, but like, shit, fi- your files are erased somehow right, like and hard then, drive uh, and then your like yeah. carbon monoxide alarm doesn't go off <laughs> so you die jeez but yeah and then what a great holiday! Sorry, that was dark. Yeah, but he he just says hoisted, and then sort of just jingles <laughs> away. He still has the jingle bells. He kept right, those right. from Santa Claus just to really twist it, twist the knife. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he doesn't really have to do anything. He just walks in and declares your inevitable. And you're like, oh, guys, here. Ugh. And then yeah, he 
hoisted. And he walks away. Does this just does this just happen to everybody? Yeah. Like it does, everybody this, has their own this Lord. This is like uh, wor- the worldwide yeah. day where everyone just. <laughs> Lord, what was his name? Lord, Lord Hoistmas Lord. knows if you've been naughty or nice and doesn't give a fuck. He'll visit you and hoist you all the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't need to celebrate Hoistmas because you're celebrating it right now. Yeah, Hoistmas celebrates mm. you for sure. <laughs> yeah, the word hoist has slowly drifted into like the same. I mean, since it's so similar to the word moist, my brain now oh, is yeah. starting to like. Oh I'm, yeah. We gotta end every episode hoist by magazine, taking a thing just, that you oof. love, Chris, and ruining it. <laughs> so whenever you think hoist, think moist. <laughs> TM registered. Yeah. <laughs> hoist USA. <laughs> Seven thousand Goodreads. Uh. <laughs> Seven thousand Goodreads have <laughs> I've highlighted this uh, this, this uh, phrase: moist quote. USA. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> they made the Bay Bridge. True. Uh. Four million Goodreads readers have highlighted this passage, get hoisted. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if that means that you could control what text displays in Amazon stores. If you're like, Jesus, 200 million Goodreads accounts outlined this. Fuck you. (laughs) Oh, do we have to put that in our store now? (laughs) Certified purchaser. (laughs) Yeah. We We have another question here from James Noble. Who says, would you rather live in a world with no pizza or in a world where every pizza is the best pizza you've ever tasted, but every time you open the box, a small swarm of bees appears? (laughs) You forget. Okay, this is the fucking crucial part. Okay. You forget about the bees in between pizzas, only remembering again at the moment you open the box and see the bees. That's a fucking outrageous. That's an question. incredible question. The extra rule about having to forget about yeah, the, forget, the forgetting part is, is incredible. That really makes it a difficult. Okay, question. well, I wonder though because my arc when when this question was being proposed was, oh, well, I mean, the world kind of has a bee shortage right now, so maybe I'd be <laughs> happy about it. And then when it was like, oh, geez, but I'd forget about the bees every time, I realized. Maybe I would be happy that the world has a bee shortage and these bees that keep getting summoned out of this pizza box. Like I had freshly experienced. You're like, helping. You're yeah, helping. Yeah. These bees are helping. I'm yeah. helping. What you if think you, you could memento it? I and t- at the time they question. come out, be like, "Fuck!" Write it down. Like it's quick. Like don't, don't forget. There's gonna be bees in the pizza box. There's gonna be bees in the pizza box. Don't forget. But I, I think we have to assume bees that part in of the, the pizza box. Part of the, <laughs> part of the premise of the question is probably that as soon as you're like su- supposed to forget, according to the laws of this universe, that stuff you wrote down makes no sense to you. Yeah, it has like, to. What the like, so the that purpose of this question is, is full of bees. Oh, I, this, yeah. every pizza I have is better than the one I had before it. So I gotta yeah. eat this pizza. I don't right. know what this says about bees. But on I my wonder. Chest. I wonder if you could get around this property of the world by instead of saying like there's bees in the pizza box instead write notes convincing yourself to become a beekeeper right <laughs> totally independent of the pizza that wouldn't change the, the answer to this question at yes, all yes it would just because, because you're be a the... beekeeper doesn't mean that like a swarm of bees in your house is like a good thing no, no you'd, way no, you'd, no, be like, you'd be like I'll put them to sleep with my tools immediately yeah, you know you'd how to be, deal with them pre- you would at least be the kind of person who when you are come face to face with a swarm of bees you might have the resources in yeah. your brain and in your home to deal with it. Like Landis had, um, our land, hairdresser Landis, who- hoist, Peddler of lies. Yeah, uh, hoister extraordinaire, um, who told us the poop story by way of Nick telling her the poop story. Um, she, do you remember her 
crazy roommate who she talks about. Yeah. Who was a beekeeper who kept bees yeah. on the roof of their apartment. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can do that. Yeah. So if so so if you could somehow your use, plan is false. Why? If you see the bees. Uh, and it's always presented as an anomaly. You won't ever detect a pattern and write it down. Memento is pr- is yeah. pre- is the uh, premise of that is yeah. that there's always a little scratch mm. in the back of their mind because like the the groove gets worn down. I feel like this yeah. premise is the groove does not get worn down at yeah. all. Yeah, you would like so you wouldn't be like I've got to leave myself a message because you yeah, just be like oh no. bees <laughs> and then like yeah. oh well, I got this pizza. And then the next time it would literally be ah bees. You wouldn't be like I feel like why are there all these dead bees around? Is it because every time I open a pizza there's well, bees no, you can't so you can't skirt the question it's yeah. gotta, you gotta take it okay. seriously well then okay well fine so I let's, the, let's take, I the take it seriously let's, Chris okay, well let's take the question seriously then oh. fucking uh, turn off that alarm no let's take this no. question seriously this- is it the case that every single pizza in the world is both the best pizza ever and also has bees in it no yes. well it's that you no, get it's that least. you get oh that you get so this other is a- people don't get bees somehow it's just you with the bees okay because that really makes a big difference also, it's a pizza box, right? Yeah. What happens if you go to a restaurant and they deliver and you they a pizza s- on a pedestal and it can't contain bees? Yeah, there might be some workarounds for this. There are workarounds for that to legitimately. Order, to order because you can't. Invite, what, gonna just be like a, I feel like you guys were like, we got to take this question head on. And then immediately well, I didn't started ignoring that. the right, letter right, of the I'm question. I'm going to answer the question no, for myself. No, 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 and I'm no, going to no. say, I, I would say, get rid of pizza then. I don't want bees in my yeah, house. I think I would have to also, say that as well. Also, the, the surprise of the bees, I just knowing that there were bees crawling all over my food. I'm not going to eat that yeah, pizza. Yeah, that's true. You're not going to enjoy So just fuck it. Like, fuck pizza then. Thanks a lot. You ruined pizza. I feel like I would trap myself by this question because of the 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 curiosity okay, wait, of hold what on, hold on, world hold on, hold a world on. would be like i have to i have oh, to clarify nick i have to clarify something it's not that it's not that uh, uh literally if you read the question literally mm. it isn't that there are bees in the box he says every time you open the box a small swarm of bees appears uh, what so just magically they just like apparate well, like what are you <laughs> As opposed to an intricate system with a J.J. No, Abrams-esque that. conspiracy well, no, where no, a man no, is no, tracking just... my pizzas and planting bees in them? <laughs> well, no. I mean, one, That's implausible, but in they one, appearing... In one, at least it's not breaking the laws of physics. I'm saying in this... Okay, wait a minute. No, no, no. This is already saying the pizza is objectively always better than the one you had before it. That's possible. It's, no, it's it is not. not. Well, That's a subjective reality. That's totally possible. It's totally possible. Ah. Uh, it's it's unlikely. I feel like the, however the, possible the, the complexity of this construct, especially the enticing part where the pizza is the best one I've had every time, would make it so hard for me to resist saying yes to this. Just because, okay, but the, we don't live in that reality yet. So the the right, the value but, of the pizza hold on, doesn't actually hold on. What you're it thinking. specifies that I would not remember the bees, but it does not <laughs> specify that I would forget that the pizza was better than the one I had before. <laughs> so I would. You would definitely. Oh, yeah, you, would, you would always you would, open it. Oh, you would eat <laughs> every pizza. You would be ordering pizza. You would be having the would most your, transcendent, uh, amazing sensory experiences because 30 pizzas <laughs> into this, you're already so far off the charts of any pizza you're ever going to eat in your life. Here's the thing. Nobody would trust your opinions about pizza either because presumably yeah. this applies to you. So you're I telling know. people you're like, like, oh, oh this pizza's so good. Holy I mean, shit, North Beach pizza down the street. I know that the Yelp is like two and a half out of five. Yeah, meanwhile, you I got, swear to God, it's in fucking- uh, Don't listen to him. He's always got like That's a thousand bees in his apartment. <laughs> Just he's always give covered up. with bee stings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does you okay? Here's a question: Does the person like if you live with someone like would my wife observe 
Like would right? Well, that's what I was wondering too. Would 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 a person near you be like, "Don't eat that pizza. You always get stuck by bees." And you're like, "No, I don't." Oh God! Yeah. Oh no. God! What do, what do you mean? Why would I get stuck by bees? Like, Let's get a pizza tonight. No, no we're uh, not gonna eat pizza. You're like, no, I love pizza. It's like it tastes better than anything by like four thousand million percent. It's like no, you can't get it because a bee will sting you. No, but, but like, no, like, it won't. Well, but I'm in this universe, get it lunch tomorrow. in this universe, I don't even know. Like if you heard that, I. I think we have to go with the idea that this person is not in like they they are not they would have there would have to be some editing done where if somebody tried to tell you what was going to happen you'd hear literally just <laughs> just like it just it turned into like a weird Twin Peaks scene every time you try and open a pizza <laughs> no don't do it <laughs> just yeah <laughs> you're covered in bee stings you still have bee stings right. from the last time you ordered pizza <laughs> <laughs> I love pizza give me more pizza it's so good pizza <laughs> I kind of like the idea, though, that they just appear like not they not that they literally appear out of nothing, but that they just come yeah. in through the window or they come you I know see. like yeah, yeah, through yeah. your air vent or something mm-hmm. like they just through whatever means. Yeah. A swarm of bees enters your home. Where sort of just your like those bees are like frustrum cold from a uh, right, and then you yeah. they they don't exist until you right. sort of observe them I, in I your mean, view. Cone. That starts to then sort of introduce a weird reverse butterfly effect, where you live in a universe in which, as pizza is delivered to you, oh right, you like, opening the pizza. Time has backported all of the information needed right. to get those yeah, bees like in your this house. This bee swarm right. migration was like. Taken off. I mean, that's from not a thing. But like, you know, whatever. Some beekeeping truck. Like a fell bee over. flapped its wings on yeah. another continent <laughs> that made a bee be in your house. Right. Yeah. You know, there, there's um, bee forced bee migration. There's yeah. an entire industry of trucks that drives cross country with like millions of a bees, pizzas. so that they can <laughs> right pollinate. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked. fucked I'm up. distracted right now by the concept of a YouTube series, which is every time Nick Brecken opens a pizza, the trailer for Bee Movie plays, and he is attacked <laughs> by bees. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Please nobody send me a pizza with bees in it. <laughs> I really wouldn't like that. Oh, we got our latest candy delivery from David. Yeah, no, please. <laughs> it's all please pizza no. and bees. Oh, my God. Oh, pizza and bees oh, no. is also my new San Francisco high concept uh, oh, have restaurant. You seen that? Have you seen that Linklater movie yet? <laughs> I think we answered that question Yeah, I think somehow. the answer's no. I think it's, I would eat the pizza. Oh, Jake, Jake oh. would get the pizza. So it's, a, so it's two, two to one. Two passes and one definitely give me that pizza and bees. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Shall we do some endorsements? Let's do it. All right. I will. I will start it off. Because I, I have basically spent weeks dreading endorsements. Because so one of the things we often do when we're figuring out what we're going to endorse is we go back and sort of like each of us will sort of review like oh what have I like bought recently is it something that I can that, that I'm I excited like. about yeah. that I want to recommend is there like something I've watched recently is you know what is my internet browsing history like <laughs> is there something I can, well no right I mean like is there yeah. like some cool YouTube video I can recommend whatever I swear to God this is endorsements have been painful for me for the last month because I am getting totally psyched out about the version of myself that is being created on the podcast which is just like oh the sh- Mr. Shoehorn Mr. Shoehorn just like recommending sort of old man things mm. and it's it's starting to like make me go crazy because when I go through this exercise of like going through my order history and, mm-hmm. and like what is it that I've been sort of reading about and interested in recently mm-hmm. it confirms all of those like <laughs> stereotypes about me to such a degree that I've been like doing everything I can to come up with other 
things. I was listening to like a lot of hip hop. I'm and, still uh, cool. No, it's not that it's it's not. It, no, it is not. It it's is not, not you trying to have a good day, fellow kids, or whatever. No, it's absolutely <laughs> not. The reason, no, I don't give a shit. Like people can think I'm an old man, whatever. You, well, it's we that, all are. Yeah, I know. It's fine. It's because it. I started to worry that people would think I was intentionally finding things, old, oh. old man things, like in order oh, I to see. play into a gag, like in order to sort of foster mm. a like goof. Mm. But it's absolutely not the case, and I'm just giving up right now and saying I'm going to endorse learning about proper shoe care uh, <laughs> for like maintaining and prolonging the life of your decent leather shoes. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a fun kind of like it's a nice <laughs> thing. That, no, there's some, no, there's something <laughs> nice about being able to say, okay, I have this nice pair of shoes that I, you know, yeah. I want to last me a long time, so I don't mm-hmm. have to replace them like every year or whatever. And so you get your like saddle soap to, to clean them off. You get your sort of renovating cream to like retreat the oil. You get your cream polish or your wax polish, depending on whether you like the more matte finish or the more glossy finish. And like it's just a whole process you go through, and like you can take good care yeah. of your leather shoes, and they will last you a lot longer. And uh, I've just been—I was like reading a bunch about it and learning about it, and I got the stuff, and it's sort of just a nice, relaxing thing you can do on a weekend. And uh, I'm gonna endorse fucking embracing that bullshit. If you're the kind of person who thinks you might, uh, you might be. Oh, so I'll, I'll link some of that shoe care crap in the in the uh-huh. comments for for the zero percent of people who, who give a shit. There's people who are secretly really stoked to hear that this I is a thing they can do. I hope with there's their lives. at least someone. Oh, yeah. And there's other people who are going. Uh, yeah, I know. Most <laughs> people are, are doing that. That's okay. Uh, Nick, what do you endorse? I'm endorsing a TV show. Uh, I think that you guys have seen called Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Oh yeah, that's great. Okay, good. Yeah. Wait, have you not seen that? Oh, I have. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's it's great. It's got. Um, that was on Adult Swim for a while, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can watch it on Hulu and stuff now. I you think. can watch it on Hulu you can get now. Get on Amazon, I'm yeah. sure. But it's Richard uh, Ayoade and Matt Berry and all those guys from, I guess, like Brass Eye and sort of those that sort of era of like British comedy. And uh, I think it's from a slightly later era, but like that similar crew. Yeah, that's what he means. Yeah, that's what oh, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. It's okay, like yeah. it's just that. Yeah, yeah, that sort of like super crew of people. Yeah. Um, and it's about, I guess, uh, it's just a, it's a parody of like. 80s bad 80s science fiction um and uh it's about an author like a stephen king-esque author who is just completely full of himself and like the show that they made out of his books and it's just fantastic it's It's crazy that that show is itself now like over a decade old i think oh it's older than that i think it's like early 2000s mid early mid 2000s that show fetishizes like vhs and sd too much to not be from yeah maybe yeah 2004 okay yeah 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 it's a good show. It's really, really good. And I don't think a lot of people have seen it, and they should. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the tr- in in our tradition of being old people, uh-huh. um, what I'm going to endorse in the most generic sense is <laughs> learn more about all of the stupid garbage you have plugged into everything in your house, specifically the video things. So uh, this is a – Okay. I imagine that many people at this point have either a smart TV or a Chromecast or an Apple TV or a Roku. Mm-hmm. And then they also have about 4 million other regular computers plugged into their house. Uh-huh. I guess I just had stopped paying attention for many years because the way that all of, the way that your television or streaming device 
uh, interoperates with your computer was for a while baroque or non-functional. Yeah. But I finally now realized that like with Windows 10, you can basically just send any video file to any of those devices in your house. And it's the most magical discovery that made me feel like yeah, an old person who had not bothered to know about that. Yeah. Like yeah. I just had a piece of video from something that someone was working on at work. And I was like, I wonder what that would look like on a TV, like to sort of feel like what would it appear to be like were I right. playing this as an actual video game on a television. Um, and then I dismissed that thought. And then a day later, I was right-clicking on a video to delete it and saw that just in the contextual menu, there was a thing that just said, send it to your Samsung TV. And I was like, wow. It just found it on the network? Yeah. And that yeah. made me feel so old and dumb because I know like Apple has been plugging AirPlay as like their sort of proprietary yeah, yeah. way to mix and manage iTunes versus whatever. I didn't entirely understand that that had been genericized enough mm-hmm. that like my TV showed up and then I, as I was looking, my Roku also showed up and I was like, what? I can wow. just, and I felt so old, but also I'm wow, so happy that, 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 that technology is reasonably standardized enough that it's just like in a generic contextual menu in Windows 10. Yep. Crazy. Yeah. I, like, I know Microsoft was pushing that stuff when they were trying to have, like, Windows Media Center and all that mm-hmm. other crap in, like, Windows 7 and even late versions of Windows yeah, XP. Yeah, that was definitely the brittle version. And it never, it never gelled. Possible, but, like, yeah. secretly, I guess it's just been Someone's made, just been been made good it. when I wasn't paying attention. So yeah. I recommend learning about the interoperability of your multimedia devices in your home because your house probably does, like, all of your... You probably live in a smart house. Your stupid tech probably does <laughs> more stuff than you think yeah. in a way that you don't have to reject because it being the gross sign-up-for-a-million-services. Like, I can just... Yeah. The fact that I can mindlessly stream an MP4 file off my PC without having to, like, yep. yeah engage in Windows Media Center or Plex or subscribe to someone else's go-between was surprising to me. So Jake's Jake's endorsement is to engage with the synergy of your connected Internet of Things. Yeah, embrace the smart house. Yeah. Embrace the Internet of Things. Yeah. Just do it. All right. Well, that's that. Thank you for listening to this episode of Important If True. Our website is importantiftrue.com, and there you can find uh, just all the places to find us elsewhere on the Internet. You can send us mail at questions at importantiftrue.com. And if you're interested in an ad-free version of this podcast, you can uh, you can get that by going to patreon.com slash idle thumbs and uh, pledging for the tier that offers that. You'll see it on the page there and you'll get your own RSS feed with ad-free versions of this podcast every week. Before we get to the end of this podcast, I would like to propose a hypothetical question for you, Chris. Okay. You could live in a world where the phrase stay spicy had never entered your vocabulary or every time you say stay spicy, you are beset by bees that you, but you'd forget that the bees exist. Right. Um, and um, Fuck this. You're in that world now. You can never say stay spicy again because it either doesn't exist or you'll be attacked by bees. Thank you for listening to Important If True. We'll be back next week. For Idle Thumbs, I am Chris Remo. I'm Nick Brecken. I'm Jake Rodkin. Stay spicy.
Okay, we're off the clock. What the fuck oh, was yeah. your dream? What's your dream? Oh, what the fuck right. was that dream? Right. Give me that dream. It's, I don't think it's possible to actually put this on okay, the podcast. That's fine. that's fine. I just want to hear it. I All just right. want to hear it. So it was a dream where I was actually one of Donald Trump's grandchildren. Oh, God. And I was in like a fancy condo of some kind. But my grandpa was like a like a, a sort of like domineering businessman like who started his own mm. business and made millions of dollars and then like lost it and it was this whole family drama thing um so there's that so, so I'm, trump as grandpa analogy well okay so i had this dream where i'm donald trump's grandkid was he and i'm president uh yes and i was literally like we were in like a family gathering of some kind and I was shouting at him saying, if you had courage, you would resign. And he was just sort of like, oh, I'm not, blah, you know, just sort of, blah, what do you know, kid? And I was like, no, no, no. I was like screaming in his face like, no, you have to resign. What are you doing? And he was like, oh, I'm going to go to bed. And so he goes to bed and I conspired with one of the other grandkids to like poison him. Oh, my God. And so we went into his bedroom and, like, injected him with something, and he, like, woke up, like, oh, I'm poisoned, oh, what's going on, I don't know what's happening. And at that point, for some reason, he had, like, a cup of wine or, or some kind of, like, cognac or, or something in his hands, and he was, like, dazed with, from this, like, injection. He stumbled forward into a candle, and the alcohol lit on fire, and then his face started melting, <laughs> and his face melted off to the point where my grandfather's face was revealed oh to be my underneath God. Donald oh, no. Trump's Holy face. Oh, no. Shit. Oh, no. And then I woke up. Oh, my God. You had a fucking Vader in the forest Yeah, situation. Yeah, I had a perfect... Like like a perfect you metaphorical the, dream. Yeah, you had like an Alfred the Hitchcock. Way that you, the way that you would like make it in a movie, it was just literally a dream that I had. Wow. And I woke up and remembered every detail, and it was like, it haunted me for like days. Yeah. It was bizarre. Holy crap. That's fucked, fucked up. It was super fucked. As his face was melting, he said, I cannot sanction your buffoonery. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs>